0: Hey, what's up, guys? Rome here, captain of the Straw Heads crew for another episode of the Straw Heads Adventures podcast. Um, I will admit to you guys, it's been three weeks since I recorded. And right now, I'm actually not even in the adventure. I'm sitting in my parents' home in Brazil because I returned for six months. It's going to be my cousin's wedding and I am going to be one of the best men. So, hell yeah, I'm not going to lose that. So I'm going to stay here for a month and I will be sort of resting for this time. I'll be focusing on some other things for Strawhead's Adventures and for other stuff as well. But I'm here to talk about the last three weeks and I've waited to record this podcast because uh, it was one whole topic and I did not really feel like separating it because I really didn't do much. But we get, we're going to have a lot to talk about here in this episode, and uh, I'll sort of try to really remember what, what happened, because it's been a while. And yeah, let's, let's get this going, shall we? Right? So for the last three weeks, I've been hanging out with my amazing friend, Philip, that I met in the Fab farm volunteering experience. And Philip was my best friend there. I talked to him... Uh, I talked about him, actually, as new Philip. So you probably remember him from the early episodes of this podcast. And I probably talked about this like more than once, actually, that my goal for these first six months of the adventure was to go from Portugal to Bavaria, right? So uh, initially, it was because... Me and Artie were traveling together and Artie had to renew his visa. So we're going to travel to Varia. Philip had his vacation, sort of um, like his month, sort of holidays from work. And he chose to spend it on August because he knew that I was going to come. Right. So we sort of organized that and Artie was going to spend a month in Poland, actually Warsaw to renew his visa, and I was gonna hang out with Philip for this time, so the goal was always to go there, right, it was always to go there, but the thing is, I spent way more time than I was expecting in Spain, I was not planning on spending so much time in Spain, but I had to explore that whole fucking country, and I did, I'm so glad I did, but yeah, I talked about how I went all the way from the north of Spain to Turin, Italy, and all the way from Turin to Switzerland, Liechtenstein, Austria, and then Bavaria, in probably less than a week, actually, probably very, very, it was very short. I picked up Giada, and uh, with her, I talked about how this adventure was, because she just left, right, she left, and this podcast starts actually talking about when I was adventuring with Philip only, right? So, I think that we were recording in a gas station, me and Giada, and then after that, it took about an hour and a half, and we were in Lichtenfels, which is the town that Philip is from. We got there, um, and I told Philip that I wanted to have a beer and have a great night, get drunk, have fun, and so we started by drinking in his house, Me Jad and him, his brother Paul and his friend uh, Axel, pretty nice guy, pretty wild. So we started drinking there, played cards and then we went for like Lichtenfels, according to Philip, is the smallest town in all of Bavaria or Germany or something like that. And by that he means the definition of, of town is that is a town with other towns around that you can call villages. Uh, you know, that sort of are part of this town's region, right? And by that definition, Lichtenfels is the smallest sort of town, okay? So the only place that was open with young people and with music and like sort of a pub, it was this place there. <laughs> There's was 20,000 people living in Lichtenfels and it was actually a pretty nice place. Like place right it was my first experience hanging out with like a group of friends that speak German so that was interesting Uh, most of them speak English and that's a good thing about Germany and it was sort of funny because we were in this bar right and there was this guy that I saw before and he tried to engage in sort of a hostile conversation with me right I was walking towards the door to get a beer or something like that inside and then he was like, hey dude, dude, did you say something about this t-shirt? Hey, you know that girl? Like, sort of being a bit aggressive, right? And I'm like, I looked at him in the eyes, I'm like, dude, I have no idea who that girl is. (laughs) And just just started walking again towards the door and he was like, all right. And then after that, I, I knew that he sort of uh, got very, very, very aggressive, sort of violent, uh, actually literally violent with another guy, uh, because he was wearing a t-shirt that apparently was from this band that was sort of Nazi, right? And one of Philip's friends told him, dude, this message sucks, because apparently there was like a message in the, in the shirt. And he punched him in the face, right? He punched him in the face and then threw uh, glasses around. And he was not kicked out because apparently he knew some of the people from the um, the place, right? He knew some of the people from the place. And that's crazy, right? He then, like an hour after, we saw him again with another (laughs) t-shirt. Obviously, Uh, maybe the guys from the place told him to change. But still he was there. And that's fucked up. I'm not saying I'm not saying like a guy should be kicked out because of his political beliefs, whatever it is. But he punched the guy in the face and he threw drinks around. It doesn't matter what he believes in, he should be kicked out of the place just for that, right? Because that's BS. then, But anyways. The next day we had le- we left for Monique. We had to take Giada to Train station. Oh, should I say bus station? Actually was gonna take the bus back to Turin. Her adventure was was done, at least for now. And then me and Philip went from Munich directly to this place called whatever it is. I don't remember. But it was a lake in the borders of Austria and Germany down south. And it was a lake that you really had to engage in a hike. There was three hours hike. Apparently you had to go up a thousand meters elevation it was pretty cool and it was easier than i was expecting because honestly like i've been hiking so much lately and i've been sort of getting used to it and it three hours hike doesn't even get me tired you know because of experience you know fuck genetics fuck town it was because it's because the most you do something the more the better you're gonna do it you're gonna be at it obviously there are other variables that determine determine or whatever is the way you say that word, how quick you're going to get to a sort of expert, expert sort of status in that particular skill. But one thing's for sure, the more you do it, the better you're going to get. And when I got there, easy. Uh, we got some weed from Philip's, Philips friend in Bumberg, which is where he works. And... We, uh, you know, what? I haven't been smoking weed at all, like, since March 2021, just, like, little moments where we buy some and then we use for, like, a few days and then spend months without it, and this was one of the situations, we really smoked a lot up there, we really smoked a lot, right, why not, because me and Philip, we were met and we were smoking a lot of weed in the Fab Farm as well, so it's just, it's just nice to smoke to him. Philip is a very deep person. We have that very similar in, in ways that we're very curious and we're very skeptical. And we have the same, same sense of humor. So it's pretty fun to engage in conversations and engage in fun stuff like jokes and stuff with him. But uh, don't get me wrong. Like our our um, friendship is very, very deep. Because it's not just the good stuff, right? We talk about all sort of things, uh, for and we like we know what we disagree completely, uh, like the topics that we disagree completely. And I feel like knowing how to disagree with a friend in a healthy sort of manner, and talking about things that otherwise would be sort of challenging, if you were not that intimate, are the definition of a very strong relationship because not many things are going to be shaking it in a way that you're not going to be friends anymore, right? I love Philip. He loves me back. And some of the things that we disagree completely with are politics because I am a capitalist, right? I'm a, I am ai don't like to say right-wing because that can be interpreted in many ways, but I like freedom in all sorts of ways, right? I like freedom of being whoever you want to be. I like freedom of... Creating a business that is gonna give value to society and being rewarded according to how much society values whatever you're giving to the world, right? I don't. I feel like controlling that is going against freedom, right? And Philip is the opposite. He's a he's a trust uh, communist. He follows a Trotsky communist uh, vertent. I don't know much about that, but we talk about it and we both give each other ideas. We both learn from each other ideas. It's a very sort of constructive, argumentative conversation instead of you have to believe what I believe. You have to, you know, think what I think. Fuck that shit. You know, fuck that. I don't even know if, if what I believe is true about capitalism. You know, it's obviously like, what makes most sense to me, but in like in no way it's a fact and 100% I know it's true, right? So I feel like we all should have that open-mindedness. Something that we also, it's not like that we disagree because it's not really up to debate. It's sort of more like a personal choice that we have um, completely different is Philip is a vegan and I am a devoted carnivorous person right I have no problem being vegetarian or eating vegan stuff not at all like when I was in the fat farm pretty much all meals were vegetarian Uh, but I do enjoy my meat you know I do enjoy to be fair all sorts of meat and I'm pretty fussy when it comes to like trying new things when it comes to food because I don't like a lot of stuff like onions and ketchup and Basically, all sorts of all sorts of sauce, uh, vinegar, and even like olive oil depends. I can I can like it or not. Um. But when it comes to meat, I like all of them. <laughs> you know, so that's something that we are very different at as well. And I feel like there are other things. There are other things. I'm very I'm big extrovert. Uh, you probably noticed that already Philip is more of a sort of an introvert and that uh, does not by no by no means means someone is shyer than the other right it just means where you get your energy from and how much you you're willing to engage with other people just because you want to and not because you need right and not because you you like feel like you should or whatever you know um, and Philip and I are both very confident in very in many things, but there are other things that we are um, very insecure about that we share and I'm not gonna talk about this right now because it's intimate and I haven't asked for Philip's permission and I feel like whatever, right? I can talk about my own personal stuff here, but I think it's too much to, to talk about someone else's personal stuff, especially when you know who they are, you know. So Moving on, we had a great time. We climbed this these hike for like three hours and we, when we got there we got naked and we swam from, from the, the board like the shore of the lake, which is not very big. honestly it's like a, like a football camp and there's like a small island in the center of it. so we, we swam from, the, from the, the shore to this island and back and it was like pretty cold water. It wasn't freezing. It was like 10, 12 degrees, maybe 15. It wasn't that bad. So I'm naked. It was pretty cool. Like all in nature. No one was there. There were like many cows there. It was was interesting. It was when we got back, we like started rolling lots of joints. Um, I'm, I'm sort of a guy that I don't smoke. Nowadays, I don't smoke very uh, constantly. But when I smoke, I smoke a lot at the same time, right? So we smoked a lot. And then the cows sort of heard us. And they came to see what was up. <laughs> Uh, there were like 10, 15 cows there with us. I took a selfie with them. You, you probably can see that in one of the stories. Uh, Philip and I, uh, we went to this. You know when like something is so up high that you can't really bring uh, food or other stuff up there by walking. You have to sort of use these cable cars that take food and groceries and whatever. You know. And we, the only place that we thought it was safe to sleep under the stars, in uh, you know, sleeping bag without the cows uh, annoying us, was in the middle of the top of one of these cable cars cables, right? Because the cows couldn't, the, the the cows couldn't really get to us, right? But the thing is, we knew that it was gonna start raining in the morning, and we knew that we had to uh, get up and start walking down the moment that it that it did, because we didn't really want to get too wet right um, and we knew it was gonna happen by like 5 a.m or stuff like that so the problem was it started raining at like 1 a.m and we're like fuck let's wait 10 minutes and see if it's gonna stop and it didn't right so we, we made the decision to start going down there was a little house about about 500 meters from where we were about i don't know really not that, we didn't really have to go down that much, and yeah, uh, we we, we were there, and we saw that there were uh, boots there, and I was a bit high, so I was a bit paranoid, and it was dark, and windows were open, and I'm like, fuck, dude, what if this guys just like, is a fucking psychopath, and tries to kill us, sounds like a movie, so we found this bench there, we ended up sleeping in, it's pretty cool, 6 a.m., we, 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 uh, Climbed up and we went down to the car, the van there. Then we moved to Liechtenstein because I don't know if I talked about it, this in here with Giada. But when we were to Liechtenstein, we figured out that three days from when we were there, there was going to be the national holiday. And the national holiday, the prince throws a party for everyone in the country, which is not a lot of people. It's like 38,000 people, which is not at all a lot. <laughs> that like the, the capital, which, which is where the party happens, only has 5,400 people living in it. And when we got there for the party, it was pretty cool. It was like the whole city was having the party. And uh, I realized, like, I saw one person, like, one woman, like, walking across everyone with three, like, kids, probably were her kids, and talking to a guy, asking him if he was if he could take a picture of them, and then I look at the guy. I'm like, I've seen this guy before. And then I remember that me and Giada, we searched for who the hell the prince of of Liechtenstein was, and I, I'm like, fuck, that's the prince. And then I walk towards him and I'm like, hey, dude, uh, I'm João. I am from Brazil. Can I take a picture of you? You know, and I was very like open with him, very friendly. He was like, yeah, for sure. And then I went for hugging him, and, the, and he was walking, obviously, with security people there. And the security, the security girl just, like, touched my hand and took my hand down from, from, like, the moment that I was trying to hug him for the picture. And she was like, no touching. Uh, and as a Brazilian, I'm like, okay, weird, because they probably don't have this intimacy, you know. And obviously, he was the prince, so I understand. So I took, took a picture of him. Then we started drinking. We went for this only place where we saw there were like lots of um, young people. We, in, we, we sat down in one of the tables with some of the people there, engaged in conversations with them, drinking, smoking constantly. And um, quoting my friend Lex here, the more cigarettes you smoke, the, the lower your energy is going to become. right? And I don't think that's true for everyone, but it's for sure true for me. And I realized that that happens with drinks as well, right? The drunken I get, the louder this voice, this chimp voice, this monkey voice becomes in my head and they, they're like, the, and it wants to protect me, it wants to uh, like protect me from taking these risks that are only probably according to this voice gonna sort of hurt me, right? So I saw this beautiful, beautiful girl sitting in the table be- behind me. I didn't know if it was single or not. I can tell. Looked like it. She was really my type, right? And I was so drunk. Now I wasn't drunk. Like I, I don't really get that drunk nowadays anymore. But I, I was like, this voice was like, "Dude, you go talk to her. She was gonna say no to you. She's, she's not gonna like you. You're, you suck. Whatever. You know that. You know what? Which voice I'm talking about? And That was a bit fucked up, and in the end, I could not have the courage to even say hi to her. And then I was really, really beating myself down because of that. And then one more cigarette, and I was sitting with Philip there, just looking at people having fun. And I'm like, you know what, Philip, I'm going back to the van. Went back to the van, feeling pretty shit, pretty shit. And like, you know, I'm just going to have a J here. And uh, do what I had, like watch something shit, watch some shit and whatever. So the night wasn't good and I could have really enjoyed it a, a lot more, right? So I decided in that morning that I was gonna stop everything drinking, smoking, weed, everything, and I was gonna start meditating, and exercising every day. Oh, I, it was feeling so shit that I had to turn my life the other way around. So I told Philip that and then the next day we went for this lake in Austria and feeling very shit, my exercise there. Right. And I told Philip what my plans were in the night. And then (laughs) we still had like 14 beers. And he was like, you know what, I'm going to do that as well. But we still got some tobacco, we still had some weed. And he was like, you know what, why don't we have an amazing night tonight we smoke everything that we can we drink everything that we have we get rid of everything and then tomorrow we start brand new shall we (laughs) and i'm like you know what that sounds like a great idea so we did we did that right and the first few days were not easy but um, before like i'm not gonna just jump to the future like that because something else happened right we went for this town on the top of the lake, the German side of it. And we stopped in this very nice place. We had an uh, exercise, me and Philip together. It was a very nice place. There was like a children, children's playground, um, volleyball court, there was a castle there. We took a shower in the, in the lake. It was pretty nice, it was pretty nice. And we stopped by this OB place, which is like Laura Marlin for German. And we found the piece like here it is, right? Here it is. We found the fucking piece that was missing for the gas. And just like that, just like that, I really had like so much headaches to find the right piece. And just like that, we find we found the right one. And uh, we put it there, started cooking, and this changes my life so much because there are these two euros teens that you can buy in Audi that like or chili con carne, which is like chili with meat, uh, chili without meat, all sorts of like options that you can buy. It's like, you just throw in the fucking pan, heat it up and there you go. 15 minutes later, you're able to eat. And that really like changed the whole fucking thing because now I can buy, uh, cold meat and I can heat it up. I can do whatever. I can even have eggs, you know? Um, and so, Philip helped me out with that. That's why I told him to put his hand on the van. He's the seventh person that helped me build something in the van, and included me included. So, that was pretty cool, right? So, we returned to his hometown and um, everyday exercising, everyday meditating. I have this app called Serenity that sort of teaches you, it's like guided meditation, teaches you how to meditate. Uh, by now, I discovered that Unless you have the premium version of it, you have to wait seven days after each lesson. So so the first part of it, it's like seven lessons, you can do one each day. But after the first part of it, the second part, uh, you need to wait seven days to, from, it, from one lesson to the other, right? And that's sort of good, because you can practice what you learned in one lesson for the next six days. And then you learn another lesson, practice it for the next six days. Because guided meditation, you know what, is not as effective as unguided one where you're really by yourself there, analyzing your thoughts. Um, so yeah, uh, we got COVID, probably from Liechtenstein party. We got COVID, we had to stay there for about seven days. But before I found out that we had COVID, we went for these beer and sausage gather, like sort of meet up with Paul's friends, which is Philip's brother uh, from handball. After the the practice, they actually go to the place where they practice, like the the place where they play handball, right? I don't know the name, a gymnasium, whatever it's called, right? And I it was the first time that I did not have beer. I felt the urge, but I did not have it, right? And I realized that I could hold the conversation much more, and I could find the conversations much more interesting just by drinking water, right? It's pretty nice. So the next seven days. Nothing really interesting happened. Um, I there was one day. Okay, let's talk about this because that's important. Remember when I when I because I've been like sort of not jerking off and not watching porn for about a, a month and a half by then. And I read something in a book called *Thinking, Grow Rich* by Napoleon Hill. We probably heard of him, and he talks about sexual transmutation. And this is a, it's it's basically. Uh, converting the sexual energy that you feel by wanting to have sex into something else, like work, working out, whatever. And when you do that, you start, if you convert it, you sort of enter into this mindset where you're way more creative than your normal self because that energy is so strong that you can convert it into being your best sort of self in terms of creativity, creativity productivity, um, inspiration, all that sort of stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Let's see if that works. And that day, I, I spent five hours nonstop working this video, that is like by far my best work so far. Um, it's the opening from One Piece, and I put like I, I I put the footage that I had in the same moments that sort of resemble something from the One Piece opening to what I had, right? And. It was really, really amazing work. So if you ever try that out, like if you if you've been trying this sort of no no porn and uh, no masturbation, you should try to convert this energy into something else because you're gonna be spending that energy. You're not gonna feel like horny anymore because you're spending it on something else and something productive, right? So yeah, but the next day, because I was still like in the beginning of this meditation. Routine, and my mindset wasn't really that good. At that moment, I actually felt bad the next day because it, because I didn't really get as much response as I was expecting from the video. Right, so it was a bit messy. My mind was a bit messy back then. Still, it took a while to get better. Uh, but I still I was skipping do kept I kept doing my routine. Me and Philip, when, when we realized about a week ago, we realized we didn't have COVID anymore, we did the tests, we wanted to go for Berlin to visit Greta and Birgit, right? I probably talked about this in the podcast when I was in the south of Spain. It was like, they just stopped just at the sunset near Cabo de Gata. And this girl started reading my messages and I caught her doing that. And we started talking. They invited me for dinner. They invited me to go and visit them in Berlin. So I went there. Uh, we met with them and Brigitte is like one of the best like one of the best human beings I've ever met. She's always with her smile on her face and she invited us to her house and it felt like a house, it felt like a home honestly and they feel like a family. Uh, we, we met Greta she was coming back from her sisters and actually I think it was from her, her father's they are uh, divorced right. Yeah. And we had a great time. Went for pizza, me and Philip and her and, and her mom. Her mom is like 55. It really like feels like she really likes her, like likes us, you know. And Greta as well. Greta actually, we did the the the, the, um, the test, and she has the same personality type as me, which is ENFP, which is like the campaigners, which is people that are explorers and they are very extroverts, easygoing. So, we really got along, but she also has has her demons to deal with, you know, and um, I'll tell you, uh, one of the types of personality is like like ENFP, there are two types of ENFP, which is assertive and um, turbulent, and it doesn't mean that one is more confident than the other, but the turbulent mind is more worrying than the assertive mind, which is more like easygoing, just let it go, so can one turbulent mind reach the assertive level? I think it. I think so, right? But it needs more work to get to that s- state of mind where it's more chill and more confident. I feel I feel like it takes more work for the, the turbulent mind to get more confident, right? And I got that mind. But for a few days, I was feeling a bit bad that I had this, this turbulent mind. I'm like, fuck, I'm like shit. Why do I have to have this more insecure sort of personality fuck that shit like and then i realized you know what fuck that it doesn't mean it's more confident it just means you worry more and it, you can be more confident as a turbulent than a person who is assertive they got their battles to deal with as well it just means they worry less it doesn't mean they're more confident confidence is a choice and it comes by um, really not worrying about what other people think, and I know that's pretty mainstream, and that's pretty like, oh, yada, yada, just no care about what other people think, you know what, let me rephrase that, the real deal is, do not mind, do not care about being yourself, and sort of getting people mad about it, or not um, treating, like, not, because, people that are like, uh, people pleasers, they want to, they sort of sacrifice their own being because they want to, um, please other people. Right. And the moment that I read that in a book called the courage to be disliked. Right. I read that and I'm like, you know what? I can, I can never really force someone to like me. So I'll just, for the next day, I'll just be whoever I wanna be at whenever I wanna be that way. And for the next day, I was just like, I don't wanna please anyone. I'm just gonna be whoever I want. And that doesn't mean being a dick, but doesn't mean like, oh, being that person that people are gonna love. Like, before that, I thought that I, I felt like I was forcing like conversations that I really didn't wanna have just because I wanted people to like me. And right now, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna have the conversation that I wanna have. And that was a really big change in my mindset, and it continues nowadays. Obviously, it got better because uh, the routine of exercise and meditation uh, has been like has been going on for a long, for a longer time as well, right? Uh, but here's the thing: like the next day, we went for Birgit's birthday party, which was not sort of a party. It was like ten people, family and and friends, and me and Philip, just. Total of ten people. We went for this boat uh, afternoon sort of experience where we went for this this river and then we could swim in the river. Uh, I was the captain of the boat. I had to sign stuff in there and I actually piloted it. It was pretty cool. It was a pretty different experience. And I felt like Greta hasn't been training hasn't treated me well at all that day. And obviously, like with our egocentric sort of view of the world, it's easy to fall in that trap of thinking that. Um, maybe it was me maybe it was the, my way of being and you know what maybe it is maybe it is but maybe it was not that which, which caused it of course it might be like she might treat some, someone different because of how that person is treating her that day but there is something that you don't see which is why is she being like uh, so easy to bother that in that might be something that is happening to her internally or externally that might be causing her to be more uh, sensitive and um, obviously I'm not gonna be trying too hard and I did try a few times to engage in conversations with her no success but I'm, I'm not the guy who's gonna be trying too hard I'm just gonna be like just gonna uh, go away from people that are trying try, that they are treating me bad you know, I'm not going to try too much, uh, but then, like, so, so, after a while, I'm just like, you know what, fuck that, you know, if she's not going to be treating me good, I'm not going to try that much, but the next day, I, would because, here's the thing, it's a, it's an ego sort of feeling, and the ego rests a bit after a while, and then you think more rationally, you're like, you know what, she, she, she maybe, she's acting like this because she, really did not feel like she has the intimacy to to be whoever she wants to be with you. So I went for with Brigitte for dinner. We went for this really good kebab place that day. And we talked about all sorts of things. It was pretty cool. And then when we're going back, Brigitte called. And she started speaking German, even though she knew I was there, because... I get her, you know, with this personality type, you have really great moments of like you really want to talk to everyone and be friendly, but you also got moments where you're like, you know, what, I don't really want to force any sort of conversation with someone that it's not someone that really is intimate to me. And then I'm like, you know what, Greta, I'm leaving the next day and we could say goodbye. And she was like, you know, what, I don't think I'm going to make it tomorrow. And then her, her mom said, you know what, she's been very emotional because of this new routine that she's trying to, to uh, go through. And then I'm like, and, and, and then she was like, yeah, I'm not very happy. And then I thought it was a great opportunity to show her that she is actually my sister. You know, not blood related, but I really care about her. And I told her, Greta, it, it really is like this sometimes, isn't it? Sometimes we really just don't want to do something. And you don't have to be happy all the time, especially not with me. You don't have to be smiling with me. You can be whoever you're, you're meant to be. You don't have to hide your feelings with me. I love you, and I'm going to love you no matter what. And then she was like... And then Birgit told me after that, she was like, did you notice how she changed after you told her that? And I did notice that because she was like, you know what? I don't have to force and be anyone who I don't want to be. And that brings us back to that courage to be disliked, right? You don't have to be, to force to be someone who's always happy, and someone who you think people are going to like. Because the people that really love you and the people that really are attracted to you non-sexually, like just as a friend, as a a human being, are going to accept you in whatever way you're being, right? And it's like this, like some people will like you, some people will not. Uh, So what? You know? Just be whoever you want to be, and at least you're going to really find the ones, the, the, the true ones. We're going to be there for you even in your bitchiest days, right? So we went, I went back there, um, and we had a great moment, me and Greta. Um, and then the next day, me and Philip left for Lichtenfels. And yeah, um, <laughs> I went back to, to Frankfurt. I went to Frankfurt. I had a flight the next day in the evening, and it was um, the end of the first section of the Straw Hats Adventures Nepal trip, right? And it felt very emotional to be leaving the van there. Philip's going to fix it for me. And, yeah, one thing that I want to talk about before we we end this, because I'm not going to be talking about Brazil here, This is my vacation from the trip, and I know it sounds sort of ironic because the trip, many people might think it's like, oh, it's your holidays, it's not. It's work, it's work. And sometimes I work even more than normal people in normal jobs, right? Because I have to go on adventures, I have to travel, it gets overwhelming sometimes, and and, and and also there is like the job, the working, and the working towards the, the Instagram and making videos, right? And me and Giada, we've challenged each other to do a 25-day live challenge. And every day, we're going to be talking about a different topic, about the trip and about a life like this, about freedom and all that kind of stuff. And also, we also challenge each other to do this. For 30 days, we exercise, we run and meditate every day. Because I'll tell you, I haven't been doing this every day for the past few weeks. Doing it like at least one thing every day. But these next three days that I'm gonna be here in Brazil, we're gonna be challenge each other. We challenge each other to do this: no smoking, no drinking, no any sort of drugs. I'm also challenging myself to eat better, to sleep early, and just like focus on work. So really try to get rid of bad habits and bring up good habits. And I've done this before and it really fucking works because you are telling the monkey in your mind who is the boss, right? Because mainly it makes the decisions for you, right? You're feeling tired, you don't go work out. And the more you give your brain that voice, the more your brain is going to be used, is going to be comfortable in giving that voice the control. So the 30-day challenge, and if you want to practice that as well, is a challenge that will bring your human voice, the voice that really want to get better, the rational voice, uh, into control. Because you're even though you're tired, even though you're exhausted, even though you're like, oh, it's going to be fun to have a drink with friends, you are training your brain to show who is the boss. And after a while, your brain is going to rewire and it's going to be easier to do the things that you, your human self, yourself that wants to get better in the long term, wants to be a happier human being and to control. So I really, really, really want to motivate you and want you to try this for a month. And you tell me, please tell me if you do that, tell me if that actually works. All right, because I not only I want to be a better human being, but I also want you guys releasing to be better human beings, to go for your dreams, to be more confident in life and to uh, just be happy every single day knowing that you are on the right path, knowing that you are living a life with no regrets. So that's it for today, guys. I'll see you in a month and one week when I go back to the adventure. So for that, enjoy life. You know, you only got one. At least that's what we know right now.
1: So keep Fucking go. My I